faster on the fade right there, or was that the natural fade? Oh, that's the natural fade. Wow. That was that good. Man, you know what, you know what, doing the Led Zeppelin month, I've been, you know, listening to them, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's hard to just, I mean, it's easy to take it for granted, because, like, alright, it's a guitar solo. But then you gotta remember, like, nobody was really doing this back in the day. Yes. So, like, they were, like, the founders of that, you know, and imagine, like, hear it, like, you never heard that before. You know, like, remember in uh, Back to the Future? Yes, man. <laughs> when he's doing right. the Chuck Berry. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I think of. Like, it must have been amazing to hear this shit for the first time. It's your cousin, Marvin Berry. <laughs> you know that new sound you're looking for? Listen to this. Your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's uh, that's right on the money. Um, you know what I mean, though. It's like to hear that for the first time must have been. Well, I, incredible. I have records, and I do enjoy putting them on from time to time, listening to an album, even though it's forty, fifty years old, and it feels like hearing it for the first time. Often, yeah. it, you know, there's an element to it that, uh, you know. And we live in such a fast-paced world, and with the streaming music and the radio, Sirius FM or XM, whatever that is, you know, like, uh, I, we never really put the album on and, like, appreciate the time it came out, you know, what else was coming out around it and how maybe influential or groundbreaking it may, you know, may have been. <laughs> Like I think I mean that was pretty that was kind of later, but like when they were first coming out, dude, they were competing with like Love Me Do. I know, no, I totally agree, dude. Yeah, nineteen sixty nine. You have Zeppelin coming out and uh, Sergeant Pepper's. (laughs) Like you know what I mean, dude? That's crazy. (laughs) They totally took it to a different. Well, you got to give credit to the black people. They. I mean, I I think um, they invented the rock and roll. I guess, sure, I just think music lies in the soul, and uh, it's all about, you know, artistic expression, and, you know, just, uh, especially bands, what I loved about bands is you got four or five dudes, or, you know, ladies and fellas, uh, I'm looking at you, Fleetwood Mac, uh, but you, you could, you get a group of people together, and they're in a garage, and they just start jamming. And this fusion of sound and energy without any words being spoken can just come together and, and form this like symphony of music and sound and like uh, it, everyone can synchronize. And it's just that's uh, I, I don't understand how that art has been lost. How did everybody decide, you know what, I'm just going to let the computer do it uh, you know, and uh, it's going to play this music and the beat. Uh, I was chatting with someone earlier today how they went to uh, Red Rocks recently and they saw a DJ, Skrillex. Are you familiar with Skrillex? <laughs> no. He's, um, he's probably the m- more famous of the DJs. He's been doing it for a long time. He's been in like commercials with famous people. You know, he he's one of those kind of fellas and... Uh, I guess he put on an impromptu or a last-minute show, if you will, at Red Rocks. It wasn't, like, initially on the slated schedule for them. 
but uh, he was coming to town, and he apparently threw together this show, and uh, this fellow was telling me about it, how he went to it, and how it was it was epic, and it was incredible, and the uh, he told me uh, Skrillex performed for five hours, and how it's just unfathomable how a, a man could perform for five hours. And I was like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. And then you I, sat there for five hours. But then I started thinking, like, well, wait, he's a DJ. Like, is is he performing? Performing? Like, like if Jimmy Page played guitar for five hours straight, ripping Led Zeppelin nonstop, that would be the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my entire life. There's oh, no that's doubt like about a it. Marathon. That's yes, yeah. like to have your fingers and your mind processing those notes and those speeds. That, you know, yeah. just all for five hours. Like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the guy politically, but uh, uh, or socially, really, a lot of times. But Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, they famously tour the country and put on a solid three-and-a-half-hour show. That's wow. impressive, man, especially for guys at that age like uh, Max Weinberg. Yeah, these guys are fucking ancient. So, I mean, I find that to be very impressive. But I was a little bit not impressed by hearing this dude stood by this giant, <laughs> you know, machine, you know, and I, I get that he's got to do stuff with it. I'm not discrediting the DJ uh, life or saying that they're not, you know, there's no musicianship involved. Frank, I've been to many a parties. I put my playlist on for five hours. If nobody bumps the table, eh, nothing you got to do. Yeah, well, this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm not impressed, Skrillex. Well, here's my thing is I think, and I'm no DJ expert, right, but I could only imagine there's some point within that five-hour stretch that <sighs> Skrillex could just you know, let it roll on repeat and then like go hit the John. And take a I'll leak. I'll just say, no, you know, at some point, it's not like, even Skrillex. Yeah. That's just double. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same guy who doubles for Joe Biden. He was just taking a day off. And, Yo, uh, check out Skrillex. He hasn't moved in three <laughs> hours. It's just a doll. <laughs> this is crazy. I like the idea of testing the audience because they're all on drugs too, right? You could probably just put like an old scarecrow up there, you know, and the scarecrow is just <laughs> standing there. Like a really shoddy looking scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I think they're going to notice. Uh, come on, they're dumb enough to buy Skrillex tickets. <laughs> These tickets, Mike, were going for like three to $500, man. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Yeah, man. I'm buying two turntables and a microphone <laughs> right now. The fuck out of here with that fucking... Skrillex, dude. He put on a five-hour show. And again... I. I won't even go see Avatar for three hours. You think I'm going to go see... Fuck it. Well, here's the thing. You've never been to Red Rocks. If the weather is cooperative and you're having a good time, you could find a lot of stuff to do at Red Rocks downstairs. Uh, not downstairs, but like if you go down below the seating area, they have a really awesome kind of you know museum-like atmosphere, and they have all these uh, portraits of People have played there, and uh, it's a nice little history of the park. You could also, while the music is going on, walk around the back section, see all the weird hippies hanging out on the mountainside trying to get a free show. Uh, you know, and the best part about Red Rocks is, in my opinion, they have some of the best cheesesteaks in Colorado. Mm. 
It's um, everybody knows about this. It's at the top. You go up there. It's the cheesesteak burrito area. They're fantastic. You can hang up there, uh, soak in the views, eat a good cheesesteak, enjoy five hours of Skrillex and his scarecrow uh, oh, who God. he puts up there. Yeah, five hours of Skrillex. But again, it, like I'm not discrediting DJing or having to stand there and you know do stuff and entertain. But like, but like uh, it's forget, forget about so- the stamina aspect. It's as an audience member, didn't you get the point after two hours? <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got it. I got it. I get where this is going. We're going fast. I'm, there we're going I'm good. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Weird sound. Every eight beats, you throw in a new one. I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Five hours. I thought it was a little, you know, it was a bit much in my mind. Not something I would uh, stick around for. You know, I'd probably duck out around the uh, two to three hour mark myself. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, it just seems like a lot. Well, you know me. I don't like the music, so I'm hitting that burrito first thing. You got about 40 minutes before I go hit that cheesesteak. And then (laughs) that means I'm there for about an hour and a half before I got to get out of there. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That's That's it. That covers the show. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. How was the music? I don't know, but that burrito and cheesesteak. <laughs> you know? And also, it's not like the dude is standing there holding this, like, 30-pound Gibson, you know, ripping up five hours of solos, man. You know? He like, probably has, like, one of those robes for, like, with the, with, the, with the mask that doesn't move so he could slip out. So yes. he's actually, like, underneath eating the Philly cheesesteak. Yes, you know he's enjoying a Philly cheese. By the way, I have been backstage at Red Rocks for shows. Emma and I went to, uh, I think it was Widespread Panics about five, four years ago. And uh, we got to hang out in the back, man. Like, it's if, a you st- said, if you would have said ten years ago, it would have been impressive. Four years ago? <clears throat> no, there's kind of a- caught him on the down. <laughs> Five years ago. No, they're the biggest uh, touring act here, man. They sell out Red Rocks for three days. It's the wildest party. Lots of uh, drugs. Everyone is insane. I knew nothing about them, to be totally honest. Uh, I maybe had heard a couple of their songs. Emma and I, I didn't know who they were. I never heard of them. I, went to, I got dragged to a show. Yeah, it what, was amazing. No, that's what happened. Amazing. Emma and I scored free uh, tickets. The guy's like, I got two tickets. I go every year with my dad. Turns out him and his dad were billionaires or whatever, and they... Uh, knew the guys in widespread took us backstage uh we got to party back there and we didn't know anybody we it's it's really funny when you're backstage and you, there's people around you like oh my god oh look who it is, <laughs> look who it is. and you're just like what you know it, what are you talking about you know <laughs> when somebody's not famous to you it they're nobody exactly they're fucking you nobody you know what i mean when they're not famous to you you don't fucking care about them yeah. like you're like get out of my way dude you're taking too long to fill up your beer at the keg could you hurry it up will you play drums i don't care you suck get out of my it's way even, it's even worse when it's one of like the actresses or something because they like they think you're just gonna be like in awe like all right are you done get out of the way yes <laughs> You were correct, by the way. Widespread Panic blew our minds. A fantastic show. They, they're, they're great, awesome I, rockers. I, I, I couldn't pick out a song in a lineup. Same. I don't have any idea what they Same played, here. but it, the vibe was amazing. Yes. I remember like the, we were just jumping the whole time. Like That's a cocaine vibe. It's a great show. Uh, they, um, yeah. it, it, I, we had a fantastic time. The I 
couldn't agree more. The energy out of the crowd was just spectacular. Um, I couldn't recommend more going to the show. But we were at Red Rocks, got to say, uh, see the backstage area, and I couldn't agree more with you even further on the idea that it's totally possible that Skrillex set up a fucking scarecrow dummy thing with the mask on and slipped out the back of the robe and just hung out in the back. It's so easy for these guys to do it. They could just very simply just, he was probably just eating pizza and drinking beer while the whole five hour show was going on. He gave me guys dick sucked. (laughs) Took a nap. I guarantee Took a nap. (laughs) That's the only reason it went five hours. The nap went long. That's right. They couldn't wake him up. He ate one of those edibles. <laughs> he was out cold, man. <laughs> At hour four, you guys were just too stoned. They just restarted the CD. <laughs> what do we do? He's not up yet. They won't notice. <laughs> well, what I really speculate was going on, and I think maybe this is the future and what we have possibly uh, happening currently with our Skrillex friend which is he's probably not even there. It's probably all AI, folks, and we must all be fearful of the AI. It's all they're talking about in the news. We all have to watch out. It's coming, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so whenever there's a danger on the horizon and it's going to destroy our lives and take us all over, there's always just one man in the world of science and knowledge that we can consult and that one guy is the dude who owns all our potatoes and wants us all vaccinated and is uh, now building nuclear facilities. Uh, that's right, folks. Say hello to your overlord. This is a juicy one. Bill Gates. OpenAI CEO Sam Altman told me he's a little bit scared about this technology. Are you scared? We're all scared that... That's his real voice. I didn't manipulate that. Oh, in any way. What? <laughs> that's that's how this dweeb sounds like. Uh, Did your wife take the balls in the divorce? <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's you know that's the kind of guy uh, who I understand went to Epstein Island. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, uh, this dude it. never got. To be laid. fair, you sound like my Microsoft computer starting up. <laughs> Is this thing gonna make it through the sentence? <laughs> technology are you scared we're all scared that a bad guy could grab it the white house the administration regulators here in the u.s do you think they're up to speed not yet they're not ready not yet i mean why are they not ready you're never going to have because they're 90 years old yes the people we have in office took office before we even had personal computers yes and now you're expecting them to handle ai legislation they don't even know what Google and Facebook are. Dude, you're, you're so on the money with this, man. The people in control of the country right now have no concept of what's going on with this technology. I mean, me, I'm not saying we're geniuses, but we're, <laughs> we're, thir- we're in our 30s. We grew up not knowing anything but computers. Like, right? That's and right. We still have a we have a very hard time grasping what actually is intel, artificial intelligence. We're too yeah. dumb to draw the line, right? Yeah, I feel like we're a little bit more adept to uh, seeing the no. AI. Me and you have no idea. Me and you could not even begin to argue over when a, a, a computer becomes sentient. 
Good call. Uh, joke's on you, though. This whole clip of Bill Gates, it's AI. Ha-ha! Is it really? No, no. I wish I had oh, that capability. That would have been, been great. Yeah, I know. Frank, that would have been great. <laughs> oh, God. I almost had you on that one. No, let's listen to this weird dweeb nerd uh, tell us about uh, AI, but that's not why I find this interesting. Understanding it, but how do you build up a capacity to for health applications, for education, to review things? The government has a role to play here. You know, they won't be the experts, but they have to be part of that discussion. And so the White House starting those conversations, that's all good. Still, unlike others in the field, including Elon Musk, Gates opposes pausing AI development. If you just pause the good guys and you don't pause everyone else, you're probably hurting yourself. You definitely want the good guys. You hear him laughing there and like, he keeps saying <laughs> good guys, bad guys, right? Like, Bill, who's the good guy in this story? <sighs> I, I'm not so sure it's you. Actually, I, and you I got keep, some ticket stubs to Epstein's Island that say yeah, otherwise. And he keeps giggling and talking good guys and bad guys. You know, he's not being specific, right? He can't say like Chinese, Russia, right? U.S. No, no, Plus, no. we don't live in a world of good and bad. I there's just something really um, creepy about Bill Gates and the yeah, way he's, he's talking to you like you're a child. He thinks you're a dumb child. That's what he thinks of. The population. Well, Mike, that's, I am a certified idiot. Absolutely. That's why he, the guy who invented uh, Microsoft, he's going to take over the food, the drugs, that's everything right. that we need to live because he's smarter than you, Frank. Oh, yeah. And this man owns all our potatoes. So just watch out, people. I'm telling you. Don't pause everyone else. You're probably hurting yourself. You definitely want the good guys to have strong AI. Can you guarantee that? If you stop the good guys, you can guarantee it won't happen. You've got a fake image of the Pope, fake images of President Joe Biden. At some point, if those proliferate- Fake images of Hunter Biden. Oh no, those are real. Oh <laughs> yeah. Fake, Sorry. <laughs> fake images of Hunter Biden weighing crack on his scale with the, uh, uh wait, what? No, no, those were confirmed, sorry. Did we get confirmation on the Molly Obama credit card yet? I'm <laughs> dying for the confirmation on I the think, Molly Obama I think that's the card. only reason they're admitting AI. That's why they released AI to the public. <laughs> oh, so my God, could, dude. So they could be like, no, 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 no. That picture's fake. You that just fucking blew fake. my mind with that. Kind of on the same vein that Trump accidentally revealed that we have Space Force. Biden's like, well, we have AI. And uh, that's, now, that's 4D chess right there. That is. That's great call. So now we'll release AI <laughs> and then tell them he didn't fuck Malia. Those images from Hunter's laptop, all AI. That's genius, That's actually. I, Mike, you are a 4D chess master, my man. I really believe you're onto <laughs> something here. I'm not kidding. You just fried uh, my brain some, out on that Somebody one. should pay me just to get drunk and give them ideas. If you had power, 
to actually enact my ideas. I could make you a powerful man. You should go sit in one of those water chambers with Hunter and smoke crack. See what you guys come up with. That would be quite the situation. Uh, the bathhouses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's for Tony Fauci. Do I need to bring a widow with me or <laughs> kill my brother first, take his widow? How does this work? Oh, man. <laughs> it's like you don't even have to make it up. This Biden family, they're <laughs> so sick. They are disgusting people, man. My God. Quick question, quick question to get into the club. Do I need to kill my brother and fuck his widow or can I just <laughs> fuck my daughter? <laughs> I'm just curious how, the, how do you, this works. Uh, do you need to see the diary as proof or can I just uh, uh, go in on my word? Yeah. <laughs> A little fuzzy on the deets. Disgusting creatures. <laughs> These are lizards, man. We're dealing with lizards from outer space when it comes to the Bidens. I swear to it. No, they live inside the hollow earth. Oh, the hollow earth. Sorry. Hey, Mike. All right. Hey, yo, I got you on board. I love oh, it, yeah. man. <laughs> hollow earth, flat moon. Won't that confuse people about what the truth is? You're going to have to say, where did this Dude, come they're from? talking to us like we're and so stupid. Yes. I like, can't take this. this is me- thank you. This is meant for children. On CBS. Won't they, won't they think that? The, who are you talking to? <laughs> to you, you idiots. Come on, sheep. <laughs> Listen here. We're talking AI, you moron. You don't understand, so we're going to keep talking about it, see? But I have a power button on my computer. Will this one have a button that I can press that blinks? No. What are you guys talking about here? Everybody's asking the same question. How will AI masturbate my dick? All right, this is how we all, this is the question we're all uh, asking. The, come on, Frank, the golden question. Does this mean my sex robot will clean her own pussy? <laughs> Everybody knows this is the hardest part of maintaining the sex robot. Everything with AI is just going to porn. All our questions reside in porn. So just stop with the bullshit and tell us how this will improve our lives with porn. Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates, uh, you know what I really wanted. I know you didn't pull your pants down in front of a young girl without some AI technology making your dick bigger. So, question, how will this make my dick bigger? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they have nanobot dick enhancement technology? Oh, for sure. Uh, I'm living uh, in the past. Unreal. Uh, so, uh, why I find this interesting with Bill Gates <laughs> is... Uh, <laughs> what if it was like you could only do one or the other? So, like, you can either put the adrenochrome into, the, like, your arm, then that's it. You're going to live forever, a very long time. Right. Or you can put it in your dick, and you're going to have a huge dick, but you're going to live the same amount of time as normal. Do you get to have the libido of, like, a 22-year-old? Oh, you're back 20 years old. I'm talking 19, dude. You just oh, look man. at a chick, and it's hard. You know, you're ready to go. Uh, that sounds like it would be, uh, I-, I hearken back to those days. There were uncomfortable moments where you had no control over the uh, libido machine. Only uncomfortable because you didn't know how to act in those situations. See, as an older, more confident man, I feel like you'd be more, you know, like, yeah, look at that, you know? I I think so. Well, you could also land yourself in jail nowadays uh, pretty easily. True. Being like, hey, lady, look what just popped up. Take a look at that. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's not my fault. You're so beautiful. You know, <laughs> you see it's this a good thing. Line. Nineteen years old, right down here. <laughs> Believe it. I'm forty, but my dick's twenty. <laughs> I traded it in for a deal. It was part of a deal. Yeah, it's great, babe. I just sold my soul to the devil. Uh, took some adrenochrome. <laughs> it was beautiful. Got a bigger dick. Works great. Now I'm one with Moloch. It's great stuff. <laughs>
Well, you know this is how it goes down, though. Come on. I don't know if they have the uh, choice of where to inject it, but maybe it is you, you choose, but you don't realize what that choice does, and that's why you end up like uh, Nancy Pelosi. You get the great tits, but the crazy-looking oh, neck. Good call. She did the tits. She did the tits, right? She put it in so that she got 18-year-old tits. We all see Chuck Schumer and that hunchback he's got rocking back there. He obviously did the cock. His dong he is down to his ankle. T- you know it. <laughs> he's tucking that thing into his sock, baby. <laughs> or he did the butt maybe he's got real tight cheeks Everything's. no we all know that was Buttigieg come on man <laughs> come on <laughs> and Lindsey Graham I, I'll never forget about you Lady G no he did the lady books <laughs> don't forget lady. my books <laughs> oh god Oh, heavens me. All right, so uh, we are rolling down this gravy train. Uh, look, bitch tits and spaghetti arms. Old Bill Gates. We love him. We love to make fun of him. Uh, but I find this very fascinating because of what he's invested in now. And whose responsibility is that? Each, each the of reader, us? The reader, the viewer. Every person has the responsibility to question well, what they're so- looking at. Society is going to start to say, okay, this source is more of a trusted source. It's not like we can say, hey, please stop making fake image. And just as Gates has seen with nuclear, getting it right when the stakes are so high takes time. You've put billions of dollars towards this project. He's building a nuclear island here in America. A nuclear island. Yes. Hmm. Why are you so Seems to be fond of those islands. Well, nuclear energy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah! Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Whoa, 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 Bill, Bill, Bill. Where's Epstein? How how old are these atoms you're going to be splitting? Oh, Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Are these atoms A-T-O-M or A-D-A-M? hey oh, Yeah, we know what it is. We know it's... (laughs) It's Adam. Why are you so committed <laughs> to there. nuclear energy? He's well, going to have an island of all atoms. No ease. Do it right will help us solve our climate goals. What do you say to the critics who say... Uh, did you catch it? He says that nuclear will help us solve our climate goals. I got one question here. Uh, excuse me, teacher. How will a nuclear plant on an island... Save you from climate change when that island is going to be underwater because of climate change. <laughs> the nuclear island that he's calling is actually like in <laughs> Idaho, and it's on ground. It's on land. He's calling it a nuclear island like it's going to be a, uh, a nuclear island facility in the middle of America. What does that mean? It means that nuclear is the answer and that we have clean nuclear potential and that... No, but why would you call it a nuclear island? Oh, I don't know. That's just how he phrases it, because he's, an, he's uh, an elitist, and elitists use words to confuse us. It's, they're spells. Uh, you know? Island does sound more inclusive. Well, I think he's talking about like a, you know, like a facility, you know? And by the way, yeah, pro- Dude, this, is guy, this is like Dr. Evil. This guy's pure evil madman. That, I, that's what I, I pictured, like a volcanic island. That's that what I was picturing, this, yes. You know, in like a valley, yeah. nobody can a- access, you know, and oh, he's got no, his minions, yeah. and yes, that's exactly if what I If you want to bomb it, you got to come in with a fighter jet with Tom Cruise at an insane <laughs> angle that should take out the plane. He's got to, you know. Exactly, and Tom Cruise is definitely there, but then 
everything, everyone is saved at the last minute by Sean Penn, shot from a slingshot, holding his Oscar <laughs> trophy that he smelted into a weapon, and uh, he saves Ukraine. Whatever happened to that Oscar? He yeah, he uh, he must have smelted it into something, and I will assume it's something you can sit on. Uh, that's just my. <laughs> Assumption for Sean Penn. Uh, I've seen a lot of pictures of Zelensky. I haven't seen the uh, the Oscar. The smelted Oscar. <laughs> All right. So Bill Gates going nuclear. I thought that was super interesting because he's big on we're going to all eat bugs and I'm going to control your food and make you take the vax. You're going to live in the 15-minute city where you can't go anywhere. We're going to control your lives because it's all to save the climate, climate, climate. We're saving the planet. We're all heroes. But then in the meantime, he's like, oh, actually, I'm taking over nuclear energy because, yeah, actually, secretly, that is the future for clean energy and the survival <laughs> of our planet. <laughs> and all these other bullshit restrictions we're trying to put on you, those are just totalitarian you know, restrictions that we just want to put upon you. Uh, that's insane. Isn't that kind of what he's saying here, though? Like, the whole... The green movement, the we're taking away your gas stoves, you can't drive gas cars now in 2027, uh, everything's going to be electric, we're going to totally ruin your lives, and we're going to ruin your businesses, you know, you, how easy is it going to be for a, a guy to start a landscaping company with his electric uh, Prius? Uh, not very easy. So <laughs> no, no, they're already running into uh, problems with that. I don't know if you know about the uh, gas blowers and weed whackers. I have a... No, please uh, enlighten me on this. (laughs) So a lot of these like uppity places, they were going to save the environment by banning uh, gas blowers. They've been doing it in California. There's a couple of places around here. Oh, I'm sure Colorado's somewhere on the list. I I guarantee you. The the problem is now you only now in these areas, your only choice is really somebody who's illegal. Because anybody who has a legal business, they're not operating in your town. Because it's not profitable to run those battery power blowers and shit. That's right. You know? Yeah, man. So they're having a problem where, like, a lot of guys left. So now you have to hire this guy who's just... And then he's going to use the gas blower. Because then it also goes down to the enforcement... The cops aren't going to go write a ticket to this guy who's got a broke-down SUV that he's working out of, right? <laughs> but the guy who rolls up with two trucks, two trailers, matching paint jobs, brand-new equipment, he's going to write him a ticket if he's using gas blowers, you know? There's no resources to do that kind of action, honestly. Uh, I read an article in the Denver Gazette about how they don't have enough police force in Denver to enforce to enforce traffic violations, you know, like speeding. Yeah. And <clears throat> I'm not kidding. No, no, but this is <laughs> happening in the suburbs. I'm talking suburbs too, dude. I was cruising down yeah. the express lane and the fucking, there's the cop on the bike and he's sitting there, he's standing next to the bike with the gun, right? And uh, I'm going a good 15 over. No doubt about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got it at 55. I'm cruising 70. Easy. And he's pointing the gun thing at me, and I'm staring right at him. And then he points his finger at me. And then he doesn't get on the bike, and he turns and points his gun at the next guy. (laughs) That's law enforcement in in, in the Denver suburbs 
in 2023, people, they, he's got nobody to pull me. I made it all the way home. I, you know what? I sped up. Actually, I felt confident that I had no problems going all the way, baby. Like, who's he got? He's got no backup. This is the problem, man. They, they, they're gonna enforce. You're talking about enforcing whether or not people are using gas blowers or weed whackers. You no, can't right. even force the driving the speed limit on the highway. You don't have enough resources. I don't know. Man. I don't know if you've been following the Adam Carolla left turn rule. It's one of my favorite. I, Please uh, explain the left turn rule. It's uh, I love this one. For those that don't know, it's abs- it is absurd to have a left turn red arrow that you can't go on. Yes. It's just insane. So now I got to wait for a whole nother cycle. And then you have the asshole who's on his cell phone who doesn't go until it turns yellow. And now everybody has to wait a whole nother cycle. Or the guy who doesn't go midway to move up for everyone. So the guy behind him has a chance when it goes yellow to get through. Well, that's the thing about the red light is you can't move up midway. That's right. I'm, I don't follow that left turn red light. I'm going. Not just going to go into traffic, but I'm going to go out in the middle of the intersection and I'm going to treat it just like it's a regular light. I think that's, that's appropriate and fair. And I'm going to remind our audience, too, this is the same fellow who chastised me about 30 minutes ago for riding the shoulder for five seconds on the highway. Oh, I didn't chastise you. I just said you're doing the wrong. I do it all the time downtown. We got one section, too, where it literally, the shoulder just becomes another lane. Well, here's my thought. <laughs> but seriously, though, but, when you think about hold on, it. Dude, I, was at a red, I was at the red arrow, and I literally, I dude, I drove on, I drove over the curb onto the median to go around this guy wow. so that I could go out into the middle of the intersection. Yeah. On a red left turn arrow. Right? Wow. I look over <laughs> to my left. There's a cop right there. All right. They looked at me. They gave me the frank thumbs down. The guy literally like shook his head and gave me a thumbs down and his partner was like shaking his head too. And then I just took the turn when the light changed and nothing happened. They gave you the thumbs down and the shake head, (laughs) the disappointment. My God, (laughs) folks, that's it. I've gone international. (laughs) We're big time people. Yeah. Your joke about what we should do to other drivers. That's Chicago's plan. Oh, that's how they police the roads. Oh, I that's got you. That's how they yeah. police the roads. Uh, just yeah. a, a stern shake of the head, a frown, and a big thumbs down. No, no ticket. We're not even going to pull you over. <laughs> but we're, we're just disappointed. Thumbs down. Look, I was speeding on the highway. I got a point. He just pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fella. Give me the old hey, fella. Watch it. Yeah, you're right. They can't, aff- they can't even enforce basic. No, the, it's uh, traffic laws in Denver, and on that they just don't have the funds to do so. Uh, there's just uh, they don't have the people. Um, that's the world. Got a billion dollars to send to Ukraine, but can't help out. <laughs> that's up. right. That's right, man. We got a billion to send uh, to Ukraine, and uh, you know we got a lot of problems, no doubt about it. Uh, but luckily, we're able to take it easy. Especially on the weekends. I took it easy this past weekend. Uh, talked about hanging in the garden, enjoying uh, what little sunshine our government gave me uh, with before the chemtrailing. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, when they did 
cloud seat a bit. It was mid-afternoon, I recall, and I was able to go in and enjoy uh, some sports that I typically like to do. This past weekend, man, I don't know if you're a gambling fella yourself, Mike, but uh, the Kentucky Derby was going on. Did you catch any of that action? Did not. I figured as much. I didn't either. I myself have been to many uh, Kentucky Derby parties here in uh, the Boulder, Colorado area. I know a lot of people at the bar that I used to work at, big-time gamblers, especially in the horse arena. And us ourselves, my man, we uh, grew up in the Arlington Heights region with the, uh, with the old Arlington Heights racetrack. Yeah. So we're big-time horse guys. <laughs> not a horse guy. I no, know, I know. I uh, we are not horse guys at all, and I didn't follow it at all either, and that's why I thought... No, we also grew up in an area where you saw degenerates. If you were like, oh, I don't want to be that guy. That's right. And there's a there's a hip uh, a horse race betting bar in Denver downtown uh, over near, I think, Market Street. Maybe I'm a little off. Maybe on Larimer. A great little joint. You can go downstairs. It's like a steak restaurant, but you uh, head downstairs. They got the uh, leather chairs. You can buy cigars and hang out and put bets on the uh, races. A really fun experience if you have the chance, except maybe, uh, you know, like this weekend, it may not be as fun. Uh, I didn't know this was going on. I didn't think this was a thing, but apparently uh, at the Kentucky Derby, there was a horse, well, massacre, my man. And now to big questions surrounding the Kentucky Derby. Oh, Frank, I should put my seatbelt on. <laughs> Whoa. I forget. I don't mark oh. these clips. I blame the production crew mostly for that one. Uh, not this late in the show, man. I was settled in comfortable, <laughs> dude. I, was, I wasn't holding on to nothing. Oh, wow. Man. Make sure uh, your seat backs are upright and your tray tables are in the uh, correct position there, people. We're hitting some turbulence and high winds. This is Michael Strahan. And now I gotta go pick up Nona, man. Suck her down the stairs. <laughs> After seven horses died ahead of the big race on Saturday, Trevor Alt is here with the latest. A lot of questions here, Trevor. Good morning. Absolutely, Michael. Good morning to you. This is really overshadowing the actual running of the Kentucky Derby. In just a matter of days there, seven different horses died at the track. Two of them died on race day. Several were significantly injured while racing. They were euthanized. But notably, Churchill Downs has called the sudden death of two horses, Parents Pride and Chasing Artie, highly unusual. Investigators haven't yet determined their causes of death, but Churchill Downs has indefinitely suspended the trainer of those two horses. Sappy and Joseph now we go Jr. to uh, Tony the Baloney Ferrello. <laughs> Dude, no, you're not kidding. You're so uh, I didn't like the horse's odds, you know? <laughs> We gave the horse spaghetti. Hey, what, <laughs> what do you want from me? Huh? <laughs> I, just, no. I told them to give parents bread a four to one. They, they listen. Dude, the guy that they have this like suspect. The picture is unreal. He's got like he has like the Jerry curl with the ponytail, the Jerry curl ponytail. Like th- this hasn't been in style since '84. It's unreal. This guy. He, where did he come from? He's the biggest sleazebag I've ever seen. And I he... never saw no horse. I don't even know what a horse looks like. I can't even spell horse. Hey. What's a horse? <laughs> Talking about my voice? <laughs> to Sappy Joseph Jr. In a statement that... Tra- <laughs> His name... His name is unreal. 
Safi. With two Fs, man. Safi. <laughs> Safi. Uh, this is out Causes of death, but Churchill Downs has indefinitely suspended the trainer of those two horses, Safi Joseph Jr. In a statement, <laughs> that trainer tells ABC he is cooperating with authorities, that he is confident in the quality of his training operations, and that he won't comment further until the investigation is over. But he did tell local media he believes he I told you to poison and get and out of town. Churchill Downs of suspending him to save their own image with so many horses dying. The safety and treatment of racehorses has been in the spotlight before. In 2019, more than 30 horses died at Santa Anita Racetrack in California. <laughs> that did lead to some safety reforms, and there are some new anti-doping and medication... To be fair, they needed a horse head for a guy who turned down a deal. He should have never refused. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I fucking love this story. <laughs> like... Does nobody know that it's all mafia run? Like, what do you mean? Like, I mean this, seven horses died? I think it's pretty obvious. Like, do you really need to do a noose expose on this whole thing? Like, oh, oh Father, I don't know what we're going to do. We can't make money on these odds. <laughs> kill the horses. That's, that's like 19 horses we got to kill. I didn't ask for a number. I just said kill the horses. <laughs> Say they got make the, the odds in our favor. <laughs> <laughs> Remember so when Trump told that guy in Georgia to find me 11,000 votes? Well, this guy just found 19 better horses. This is how it happens. This is how this is done. Find me 19 better horses. You got to see the clip of the dude whose horse won. He lost his mind. It was like uh, he won the world. He won with Stumpy, the, the horse with a limp. Nobody knows how he did it. <laughs> Not a chance. Thousand to one odds. <laughs> This is such a funny story, dude. How do you tell this seriously, man, in the media? Like, dude, it's the fucking mafia. You could have, are you kidding me? And now we go to the newly hired uh, horse trainer. It's fucking Tanya Harding's husband, ex-husband. All right, here's the trainer, Tony Two Hoofs. Hey, uh... <laughs> what's the news on the horse there, Two Hoofs? Oh, uh, oh, uh, they're all sick. Oh. They call me Tony Hoof Smash. <laughs> it looks like they're all in the hospital. Oh. <laughs> so ridiculous, man. I fucking Looks like a this. blood disease. <laughs> it might be COVID. Sampin' <laughs> <laughs> to a family down the block. It was bad spaghetti. Check, check the sauce. Bad tomatoes. You gotta get them when they're ripe. I fucking love this so much, dude. Like, oh, hmm, this is so strange. We're doing a, the biggest horse betting, you know, a horse race. <laughs> and mysteriously, seven horses die. Who, who could it be? The, the, yeah, this is too good. This is too good. Dude, the Italians, man, they have no shame. <sighs> I'm telling you, they, they just they can bump off seven horses. What are we going to tell them after we kill 19 horses? They'll figure it out. <laughs> and the winner of the race, Luigi Spaghetti. It's amazing. <laughs> Nobody predicted it. 90 to 1 odds. Luigi's long shot. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking crazy, man. I fucking love this. I think it's so funny this happened. After the race, you just see three Italian guidos walking out with bags of cash. <laughs> Gold necklaces, gold pinky ring. Like, what? Just scan the crowd for the dudes in leather jackets. You'll know exactly <laughs> who was in charge of this whole operation. 
Oh, Mario, I can't believe we won. Oh, it's amazing. I had like fucking, this is my favorite story of the year. I'm telling you, this is like ridiculous. It's incredible. Yeah, like, it's very sad, tragic. Yes, seven horses. Oh, I feel bad for the horses. Mysteriously man. die. Two on the day of the race? Like, are you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> the best part is, the best part is, like, yeah, nine horses died this time. Last time it was 31. <laughs> what? What do you mean last time? Oh, man. Oh, How I much are you guys rigging these things? Uh, it's just the... That's good stuff. Folks, uh... The Italian mafia, they still reign supreme in this And they world. don't give a fuck. No, they're doing it right in front of your face. They love it, man. <laughs> just watch the NBA. It's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe this was a warning to some of the refs oh that's right well they were trying to yeah maybe that's a good call they were hey those horses are worth more than you refs Speaking of uh, rigging events such as, you know, the Kentucky Derby and being involved even in the Kentucky Derby, Mike, does anything scream white supremacy more to you than that? Like, come on, dude. This whole country is just all about the whites and their uh, supremacist ways and their rich elitist culture, right? That's just what... Yeah, wear the funny hats. That's what the Kentucky Derby represents. White supremacy. You know who else represents... White supremacy, Mike? Well, apparently Mexicans now. <laughs> so we all have to remember that the head of the Proud Boys, his name is Enrique Tarrio. The Proud Boys is a white nationalist group. Look, being Hispanic... Yeah, did you catch yeah, that? I, yeah, but I heard Enrique, whatever, it was a uh, FBI informant. Yeah, well, you could be many things at the same time. You can be uh, uh, Hispanic, uh, white supremacist, uh, an FBI informant, Leader of the Proud Boys, uh, the man who uh, orchestrated man January sixth. Yes, that's right. Yeah, man, a, I get, I get, I get it. He's a jack of hobbies. all trades. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we all have to remember. This is the view, by the way, spilling this trash uh, to the. Oh, Frank, we can all tell by the clucking heads. To the. <laughs> that's Christ. right. I gotta bring back. I gotta bring that back. Actually, <laughs> it's a classic callback. So we all have to remember that. The head of the Proud Boys, his name is Enrique Tarrio. The Proud Boys is a white nationalist group. Look, being Hispanic or being black does not, or being... <laughs> I mean, can we stop right there? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, the guy's name is Enrique. I can't even pronounce his name. Enrique. And he's the head of a white nationalist. Uh, come on, man. Yeah, dude, I hear you. Yeah, Enrique. I can't even pronounce your name. Enrique Torres. Enrique, oh, is that what it is? Enrique Torres? I just heard Enrique, and I immediately think of, I want to be your hero, baby. <laughs> I can wash away your pain. Yeah! yeah! All right, man. Hey, uh, let's continue down this. Like, Oh, Enrique. Ooh, Frank, I just got a little hot in here, man, bringing up Enrique Iglesias. Oh, my nipples are hard as well, my friend. <laughs> or being black does not, or being anything, does not make you... Im- 
I, I just want, I'm going to go back a little bit here. This is supreme idiocy, my friends. Does not, or being anything, does not make you immune from being racist, from being radicalized, from being a white supremacist, from being evil, from being homicidal. And we are seeing it over and over again. There are people, you know, they, they don't see themselves as what they are. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where that music came it? in there. It was part of the. Oh, club. they were playing her off. Is that what that was? Yeah. Oh man, even they were like, "All right, she's, cut this out." She was getting the Don Lemon. That's so good. This yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you, they. I, I think CNN hired Don Lemon back. No. Yeah, no he's way. Uh, he's now he's now got the squeegee. He's wiping all the cum off the camera lens. <laughs> Every time they talk about Donald Trump losing this. <laughs> He's the squeegee boy. Like Van Jones right now is about to blow his load. Are they really all over this today? I, I, oh man. Oh, they brought everybody back. They're all sitting at one giant table. Nineteen people talking about Donald Trump. Oh, they brought back the uh, the giant. The, what was it? It was for uh, when they indicted him, and then they followed his entire journey, like to the airport <laughs> in Mar-a-Lago, and then on the flight. Then the car ride. Did CNN, it looked like one of those pictures where they take a million pictures to make one picture. They had all the talking heads and it made it it to look like Donald Trump's head. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's crazy. Yeah, this one was, yeah, I'm sure. So brown people, Mexicans, they can be white supremacists now? No, no, wait, hold on. I'm I'm more into this Trump thing, uh, actually now because uh, I was thinking about how you we discussed last time CNN paid like the hundred million dollars to have the dude on the jet ski <laughs> yeah, flying yeah. by, you know, and then the paraglider and all that stuff. I I would like it for this time around. Like Trump is there, he does the the court appearance, and then uh, they uh get the uh like button cam from the dude in the McDonald's drive-through, right? <laughs> And, and you, get, you get the audio. Well, actually, Anderson ordering. Cooper's been camping out in the dressing room where the alleged rape <laughs> happened. He's been in there for four days now. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, this... What a circus. Come on, man. There's... But meanwhile, we're not, definitely not going to talk about the fact that we're sending $1.2 billion more to Ukraine so that way 10% of that can be funneled through <laughs> secret channels and laundered to the Biden family. You know, uh, 10% of a billion dollars, folks, that's a lot of money. Oh, that's like a million dollars. And how many times have we sent, <laughs> how many times have we fucking sent billions of dollars to this fucking country? It's a, what a fucking distraction, what a circus. Oh, but let's all talk about how Trump maybe grabbed the pussy of some chick in 1994. Well, to be fair, he does believe he has the right to grab pussy. Well, he's a star. And, uh, We've already covered this. <laughs> and I gotta say, even now, uh, democracy now, a lot of left-wing media right now, they're talking about Hunter Biden. Really? Well, you, yeah. I didn't catch the... There was a little democracy now on the Hunter Biden. I think what they're trying to do is play the, oh, he... He made a mistake with the whole, you know... Uh, no, 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 it's beyond that. They're, the they're, they're throwing him under the bus, but they're trying to get ahead of it. And they're trying to say that he was doing it. He did all this without his dad's knowledge, pretty much. Well, then who's the big guy? That has to be answered. <sighs> big guy has to be answered. Frank, when you're a Democrat, you don't have to answer hard questions like that. 
They're just gonna pin big guy on Bo. <laughs> Why not? He's dead. It's not like you care about the guy's legacy anyways. You're banging his wife. Uh, the big guy was Hunter's dick. <laughs> That's right. That's his nickname for it. Wow. And to set up a bank account for your dick. That's impressive. Very. It must be a big dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Takes balls good to be to a get, dick. Good, good enough to get the widow. You know what I mean? Oh, come on. We keep going back to that. It grosses me out. Everybody talks about the, uh, everyone talks about the fact that he fucked his brother's widow. But, man, don't let that chick off the hook either. What kind of gross bitch goes and fucks your dead husband's brother? Who's a crackhead? Wow. Okay, so you're you're spinning it around a little here, and you're that saying, takes two to tango. You know what I mean? So if he's gross for doing it, so are you. Yes, sir. I totally agree with you, and I've never thought about this. Uh, I in a funny way, but you are right. Uh, maybe just like the just like the hooker who's like mad that they're not acknowledging her child. You're a hooker who was fucking the president, the vice president's son. What did you think was going to happen if you got pregnant? I'm not familiar. You're going to get a trip to the White House? Is there a there's a hooker with a kid involved here? I'm not familiar with this angle of the story. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal cuz uh even the other day Joe Biden will he only talks about having six grandchildren, but he has a seventh. Really? Hunter had a kid with a stripper. <laughs> I didn't know this actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, this is just yeah. like out there and everybody knows about it and it's just Everybody knows no about it. They deal. did the DNA test. It's wow, Hunter's kid. Man. Stripper kid. Yeah. Alright. Wow. And Joe won't acknowledge it. He f- he had the kid with the stripper while he was fucking his brother's widow. Can't make this up. Man, this family I don't even I don't even have the imagination to make that this up. This is like uh dysfunction on the like just <laughs> most extreme level man like who yeah. who's okay with this who and it's crazy like uh but trump is the disgusting guy because he divorces his wives pays them the money right when he divorces them and then uh right does he do that or no i don't know oh yeah, yeah. he divorces give them what they want and then he goes on to the gets next his one. new bimbo babe and uh younger better yeah, looking man, model has more kids he doesn't Hide from it, whereas these other creepos and freaks and weirdos, they uh, one thing I noticed about Trump, he likes to keep up with the time because Marlon Wayne's, whatever his wife's name was, she was like, except Marlon Wayne's, yes, she was hot for the 80s, Marla, not 2000s, Maples, Marla, yeah, she was like 80s hot. He couldn't carry that into the 2000s, you needed that's you know, the standards change, you know, Ma, uh, geez, uh, we're. We're throwing around so many uh, foreign sounding names. Um, who's the current one he's got? Melania. Melania. Yeah. Okay, so Melania kind of with Trump when she was maybe almost slightly a little underaged. Yeah. I'm thinking, isn't Melania pretty young compared to... Listen, if you join the military at 19 and they let you drink, they figure you're a soldier. You can drink, even if you're not 21. If you're out there posing naked and in swimsuits, you're 18. I mean, come on, Melania, Eastern European, probably Russian. Oh, yeah, an 18-year, a 16-year-old Eastern European. That's like a 20-year-old American. I, th- I think we're talking kind of, there's some angle of uh, purchased wife action here or a little bit of a, uh, here's a gift from the Kremlin kind but of She deal. was already rich. 
So is she part of like a wealthy family out there? Is that the no, deal? No, she was a model. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, there's maybe some kind of uh, spy element involved there, I could imagine. How much you pay for a Melania? Like, how much would I pay for, uh, like... Well, uh, how much do you think she goes for? I don't know. I Enough for Trump to purchase it. No, I don't think he's got enough. No, you don't think Trump has that kind of money? To buy a Melania? To buy a Melania? So you think Melania legit was like, this is a good business deal, I'm going to marry Trump. Yeah, she did it to increase to to further her brand. Yeah, increase her wealth. Yes, absolutely. Uh, fuck sure. Not only to increase her wealth, like she could leave him and still make money off her name now. Well, you have to imagine so. a guy like Trump. You're in his position in life, and we're talking before the presidency. The deal must be really. Hey, we're signing on to further both of our brands, and uh, yeah. me, sick, weird, fat dude. Oh, uh, it's with- no different than a Hillary and Bill. You know, like it's a business deal. A business deal. To, yeah. I think you get to that level. You're you're in the business. You're business dealing. You know, you're not marrying for love. Part of the deal, though, you have to give birth to the Baron. Oh yeah, there's got to be a son. Yeah. There has to be. You have to uh, bear the fruit. I need, a, I need an heir. Well, I got an heir. I need a spare. You know. You always need a spare. Take, <laughs> take note, Harry. You loser. I never drive without a spare. <laughs> Well, you mean Eric? Oh, well, yeah. Eric's like a flat spare. Uh, you know, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't yeah. count that one. That's a bent rim. You got, you got Don Jr. You skip that's over a, I don't know how to say this in car terms, but that's a rim missing a chromosome. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say chromie. You know, the chromies that you put on the... Uh, yeah. It's a wheel without a chromie. Oof. What happened with Eric, dude? That thing didn't finish <laughs> cooking or something before it came out. I don't know what happened. I think you gotta blame uh, the other wife. I can't remember which one. I, you can't keep up with who these kids were uh, had with with the Trumps, but uh, hey, more power to him, man. The guy's procreating. You know, Robert- I gotta say, man, funniest part, funniest thing SNL do- has done in five six years is when they had Eric driving the little car. <laughs> <laughs> and he even parked it, and then he's got the beep beep. That was fucking genius. That was so funny. They did a great job making fun of Eric. Well, uh, it was announced today, Robert Downey Jr., 79 years old, oh, not Robert Downey Jr., uh, Robert De Niro, 79 years old, having another kid. What? Yeah, man. At 79, dude. Who fucked that gargoyle? Yeah, man. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. It's so All you gross, incels dude. need to go kill yourself. If that guy's <laughs> getting laid... <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! You shouldn't even need money. How is to that? Compete with that guy. I'm saying, dude, who could compete? Robert De Niro's getting laid and having kids. Not only fucked and made him come. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How old's the chick? I didn't uh, investigate. I was so grossed out. I didn't want to throw up any further. So. I just, uh... <laughs> I just God bless her, man. That's a fucking million-dollar ticket right there. Yeah, you're right on the money. Uh, She nailed it, no doubt. I can only assume the lady younger than 50, right? You got to be be under 40. That's how I was going to say 40. Dude, that's old sperm. So to catch that and turn it into something, you got to have like a 20-year-old egg or something. You know, like that's... Oh, man. So we're talking Epstein Island here, people. I'm thinking 20s, man. Those got to be 20... 
Oh, Remember, was his name Mick Jagger? She was like 28. Mick Jagger had a daughter, um, had a kid with a woman who was younger than his youngest daughter. Well, yeah, his youngest daughter is probably like 60. <laughs> no, Mick Jagger. Oh, youngest. Yeah, I was thinking no, oldest. No, no, Holy yeah, shit, the youngest. Yeah. Oh, he, wow. He had, a, he had a daughter with a girl younger than his youngest daughter. Wow, yeah, that's gross. Yeah, but that well, man's still swinging. Come on, man. Oh, it's, he's, uh, he's jumping Jack Flash all the way to the end. Oh, 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 oh